One of the biggest obstacles artists face in the music game is access. Getting access to the people that can make it happen or access to the information and resources you need to get to the next level. That's the key. That's why you need two of the biggest in the game on your side. Introducing J.R. McKee. Episode of Real Industry Plugs is about to go down, and listen, man, I have an amazing guest today. My guy, Jason Reddick, one of the few born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia. He is not an implant people. I have a real ATLian. I was Amaretta, can't say nothing to him. You know what I'm saying? What's up? So, listen, let me explain to you who my guy is real quick because. As you all know, I'm bringing you all my real friends who are making the real moves in the industry. That's why it's called Real Industry Plugs. We're bringing y'all all the people that y'all should know. This is a true ATLN, Jason Riddick. And so, first of all, obviously right now, he's um, Director of Creative at, um, at ASCAP, the PRO ASCAP. Um, formerly also uh, PD at uh, Hot 107.9. Also has his own branded agencies, work with Pepsi and all the big brands, of course. You know what I mean? So just a heavy hitter in the industry. But Jason, if you would allow me, let me set, let me tell you how I see you when I see you walk into the room. I'll tell it. There I'll are certain it. people in this world, not even just the music industry, that have the, the charisma and, and just the presence that they know everybody. You know what I mean? Like, like everywhere you go, Jason is standing in the middle of important person A and important person B. Jason is right there in the center of it. Like, this man is the most well-connected man that I know. You know what I mean? And and, I, and that comes from just, again, like I said, it's charisma. It's like, it's like the way you control rooms. You know what I mean? Right. You are the dot connector. You know what I mean? You are the doctor connector in the industry, which is why, like, I just had to name those different places that you've connected the dots at. It's not, it's not a, you're not a one man show. I mean, a one band, what is it? One trick pony. I'm sorry. Right. You know what I mean? You're well connected. And I, and I got a tip for you, Jason. Yeah. I think that you should be in politics. <laughs> I think I think that you should be in politics. Uh, politics that's a tough one. That that's well, so bro, down the road possibly. Po- politics is nothing but relationships, right? Yeah, yeah That's yeah, what yeah. politics is. You're the most well, like, bro. I don't know nobody who don't know you and don't think highly of you. I appreciate that. You move yeah. in every room, everywhere I go in the city, and I don't even go out that much no more. But if <laughs> I, I happen to step out, I can guarantee yeah. one man is going to be there, and that's Jason Riddick. Nah, for sure. He's going to be everywhere. Yeah, that's that's Bruh, well, my design. Well respected, well connected, man. So thank that. you. I appreciate that for coming to bless the show, man. Yeah, thank that. you, my guy, man. Jason Riddick is in the building. <laughs> I appreciate that. So Jason, so let, let let's get it cracking, man. Yeah. Cause cause the people on here, they they already know who you are. Like I really feel like a lot of times I had to introduce guests, but I think in Atlanta, if it, everybody is on here is has any feet in the industry, they know who Jason Riddick is. You know what I mean? I hope so. I don't, you know, I don't uh, take for granted, but I hope so. Yeah. No, they they trust me. They know. So. You know what I mean? And and it's not just it's not just in person. Like digital footprint. Like yeah. Clubhouse. When when we were heavy on Clubhouse, the number one person moderating every room was Jason Riddick. Yeah. You were. It's, it's literally like in real life. You are in every room. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody knows you. Everybody respects you. And and and, bro. First of all, I, I just got access from a personal. Sense. 
Bro, how did you develop that that sort of sixth sense to just be likable and lovable by everybody? Um, I think one, I'm a science person, so I'm an Aquarius, and I think oh, that's just God, an Aquarius thing. Now we get into. <laughs> I didn't expect I, you to go I, here, guys. I, I'm sorry. I think it's an Aquarius thing. <laughs> but no, go ahead. Move, yeah. Part of that, but then also too, not only I was born here, but then mm-hmm. for the first 15 years of my life, I lived yeah. overseas. So I lived in different communities and different areas in the world. Yeah. And then came back here for high school and college and all that. But yeah. I had to learn how to adapt in different rooms and different situations and different people. Because if you don't speak the language, you're going to get left. So right. I had to learn how to be able to adjust to any situation right. and, and be around people. And for me, most people, I always, when I first meet somebody, I look at them as, until they do something to me, I just look at everybody as good people. Good people, you right, know, right. Good business, good people. And I never take that for granted. So... Um, until I have my own experience with somebody, I never judge anybody early on. Everybody right. gets a clean slate with me, benefit of the doubt. So I just try to show love with everybody. That's okay. So that's the key is like you have to you have to treat everybody equally. Yeah. That's number one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Treat sure. everybody equally unless they show you something different. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. All right. So let's get started at the beginning of this story. Because going back to you're you're one of the only people that's actually from here. Yeah. I know. Are are your parents from here, or what? What's that history? Nah. So my dad and mom were from Albany, Georgia. Okay. Three hours away. Um, my dad wanted to to get out of Albany, and in Albany, it's such a small town. You have two options: is the military or move to Atlanta. Yeah. And so he decided to move to Atlanta, and then that's when you know I came along, and my mom, he, him, and my mom were back and forth between here and Albany. So right after that, my mom ended up marrying my stepdad. Okay. When I was three, we went overseas. Like I said, I experienced different cultures. And then I came back and lived with my dad. And yeah. I was on the south side, so I went to College Park. Um, I went to North Clayton High School. Right. So North Clayton is famous. Most people, if you know North Clayton, you know the history. That's 2 chains. Members of Escape, Jermaine Dupree, that was awesome. Like, a lot of people came through Monica. Yeah. They came through North Clayton. So it was a rich musical history yeah. in North Clayton, in a sense. Is, is that what, what kind of set you on the path to be in music? Nah, not really, actually. <laughs> it's crazy because in my era, I, yeah. I'm older, um, we didn't really know about uh, music business jobs. Yeah. Like, you saw the artists, you saw certain people, but you didn't really know there was business, in a sense. Yeah. And f- by um, happenstance, I met a lady. <clears throat> um, she passed away. Her name is Chris Kelly. Okay. She was a PD on a radio station. And... She just sent me a bunch of CDs one day and asked me to pick out some music that I liked when I was in high school. And by then, I was that guy that, as soon as the CD came out, I bought it. Right. I didn't care what it was. If I was invested in the brand, I bought it. Yeah. And so she sent me these CDs, and I had already picked out a bunch of the songs already and sent it back to her. She was caught off guard. And she was like, okay, you got what they call the ear. Yeah. And yeah. so she just started explaining to me different music business jobs and things like that. And then after that, I was like at 17. That was it. It was a ton of music yeah. at that point. Like, I didn't know nothing else. What, what was her role? She was a PD over uh, two major radio stations, one in um, Chicago and one in uh, Pittsburgh. How, how'd you meet her? My stepmom. That was her best friend. That was your stepmother's best friend? Yeah, they grew up together. My okay. stepmom, because it was crazy, in the house, I would just play music. But yeah. I'm the type of person when I play music. I play the same song over and over again if I write Yeah. So at one point, my dad thought something was wrong because I would play the same song over and over again. Yeah. And it may, might be 10 songs. 
And that's when she was like, nah, he just has an ear for the but, music. Right. And so that's when she would send me stuff and I would send her stuff that should be programmed. And that's when I learned about programming and playlists and things like wow. that. Wow. The early play. That was the original playlist. The original playlist. Yeah. Wow. That was original playlist. Y'all know what's going on, man. It's your big homie, Boom, man. Checking in. Authentic Empire's own CEO. If you want to set up a meeting, you want to rock with the team, you want to get heard, all you got to do is log on to www.authenticempiremg.com or text the number 404-857-0040. Let's get it. Booming. Hey, JR McKee here. Listen to all of my artists, managers, and executives. It's time to evolve into the streaming business. I'm the number one streaming executive in the industry with over 30 platinum and gold records in the last two years alone. I've been teaching everybody how to do what I do. So if you're interested in breaking through in the streaming business, go ahead and enroll in my masterclass to join my stream team community. The link's in the bio. Or visit our website, thestreamteam.club. And you know, you know something that, that I took from, from the story, even even prior to the to, to her introducing you to the different music business jobs, mm-hmm. that I think about, when I think about you now, traveling the world and meeting all those people, like a lot of people, they they I don't want to say they hate their past, but they're always upset. Well, why did my life go this way? But you yeah. never know what life is teaching you. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And and what that and what all that traveling taught you was exactly what your golden power is now. Yeah, being able to move in all, all these different, different rooms. rooms for sure. You know what I yeah, mean. And so sure. and so it's like never take never take your experiences for granted because yeah. a lot of people would hate. Oh man, I was a military guy, but you don't know what that's teaching you. Listen, man, you know what I mean. I think that's what happens is people get caught up on what they don't like about something versus yeah. looking at what it taught you and what you can use to benefit yourself. Exactly. And that's how you get in the rooms and have conversations with people. Like a lot of people don't know how to start a conversation, but if you can figure out a common ground, especially Mm -hmm. if you have a bunch of stuff to pull from, it makes it a lot easier. Right. All right. So after you caught that music business bug, which bug, I mean, which is when I was looking at, I was looking at what you went to college for as the arts. It was, Mm -hmm. um, what what was the exact uh, major? So it was public relations. It was, it was that on marketing and, like everybody went into marketing. I'm one of those weird people where I try to go different than everybody else. Yeah. And so I was like, well, shit, PR is similar, so let me do that. Yeah. And it really was just at that point going to school because at around 17 is when I started going to parties. Yeah. <laughs> everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, nah, I'll be honest with you, especially in somebody in our generation, like if you wasn't either throwing parties or around it, you right. really not. You wasn't really in it. Right. Because exactly. That's how we all started. And that's even to this day, that's really how you start. Because that's the, the easiest entryway into getting into the mix. And so yeah. from there, I was blessed to meet some of my OGs to this day. Uh, Keenan Johnson, who yeah, was over at Yeah, I ran into Keenan at, um, uh, at the airport the other day. Yeah, Carlton Green, uh, Ty Samuels. They had a company called FCC. Yeah. And we would just throw parties. And I would be around them. And I went from working the door to VIP relations to promoting all types of stuff. That, that was just my ground level of learning the business. Right. How it worked. How did you balance the nightlife and school? Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if there's really a balance outside of just when you're young, you don't sleep. Right. Like, it, sleep is important now. Then I, it yeah. was like, yo, if, as long as I got three hours of sleep, I can move. You can move. So it was like I would sleep during the day, go to some late classes, and then go straight into the club or yeah. networking or whatever that was. Now, mind you, this is this is 06 we're talking about. Yeah. How do you feel like college helped your career, and do you feel like it will help people today? It depends. So I went to college for my dad. 
I'm my dad's only child. Okay. And so he was really big on you got to go to college. You got to go to college. So yeah. I literally went to college for him. Right. And it wasn't until I got out, I was like, I. So I went to college and I'm like, all right, cool. I graduated. Now what? And yeah. he looked at me like, shit, you got a degree. Figure it out. I'm like, wait. You made I, me do this. What are we doing? To college. Yeah. Well, I thought there was a plan that I thought you had a plan for me. Right. And that's when I realized, nah, that's not. That's not it. Like, right. if I knew what I know now, I would have went into college to even build more relationships. Mm. Because college, the same way I got a first class experience being overseas and learning things, yeah. that's what college does. Because college brings everybody from different places right. in the world, all over the country. You're, you're going to learn different cultures. So right. you might go, you might have a roommate that's from Texas. You might have a homeboy that came from LA or somebody from New York, and you can get those experiences without going straight to those cities originally. Right. You can get with them learn some things and now right. you have relationships quicker and right. earlier on in different cities it's, it's, it's a networking event for sure you know what I mean it's, 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 sure. it's meeting your peers that are one day going to be something with the hopes that you're one <laughs> yes. day going to be something and you guys can help each other rise you yes. know what I mean and I'm in the same boat my dad made me go to college yeah. you know what I mean and so I was in there uh, I hated it you know what I mean <laughs> but if it wasn't for being in college, I wouldn't have met my friends that yes. eventually got a record deal. Exactly. And then they brought me along. And so that's how I landed, and I'm sorry, that's how I landed yes. in the music business because of my time in college. Yep. Now, the actual classes, <laughs> I couldn't tell you one thing yeah. that I that I like. I couldn't tell you a teacher name. I could tell you some of the girls I met, but that's <laughs> but that's about it. You know what I mean? Everything was it, like you said, it was network. I met a lot of people. I still talk to a lot of the people that I, that I knew from college even like the ones who are like bankers and stuff right. like I still talk to them these are my friends for life you know what I mean so I definitely agree with the networking